0: This is Tennis Quick Tips, Episode 15. Welcome to the Tennis Quick Tips Podcast. I'm Kim from TennisFixation.com, and I'm your host for Tennis Quick Tips, Each week, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. This week's episode focuses on dealing with one of the most common and devastating injuries you can have in tennis, Tennis Elbow. I bet not a week goes by that I don't place someone who has one of those compression thingies on their forearm because they suffer from tennis elbow or have in the past. I see that enough that I have become pretty concerned about this devastating injury happening to me, especially because I know that one of the best treatments for tennis elbow is to just stop playing tennis. And that is not going to happen. Unfortunately, so many players I know have tennis elbow or have had it, it seems inevitable that we'll all get it one day. Tennis elbow can affect as many as half of all tennis players at some point in their career. It is more common in men than women, sorry guys, and most often affects players ages 30 to 50, although you can get it at any age. Tennis elbow occurs when the tendons that connect your forearm muscles to your elbow are damaged. It's an overuse injury and is frequently caused because a player is using the wrong equipment or technique. It usually occurs in your dominant arm, so in your right arm if you're a righty, and can be exacerbated by grasping, gripping, or twisting motions. Basically the exact kind of motions you use to play tennis. Tennis players can get tennis elbow from a number of things. A poor backhand technique, a racket grip that's too small, strings that are too tight, or playing with wet, heavy balls. And side note here, I'd like to know who exactly is playing with wet, heavy balls to the point that it gives them tennis elbow. Anyway, tennis elbow cannot be diagnosed by a blood test or by an x-ray. The only way to know you have it is by the type of pain you're feeling and the symptoms you're experiencing. So what are the most common symptoms of tennis elbow? The main symptom is pain, which can start with a dull aching or a soreness on the outer part of your elbow. While this may go away in a short time, usually in less than 24 hours after playing tennis, over time it can take longer for the pain to stop. Eventually, the condition can progress to the point that you feel pain during many everyday activities, such as lifting a coffee cup, turning the key in your car, or shaking someone's hand. The pain can spread to your hand, the rest of your arm, your shoulder, and or your neck. So let's say that you are now convinced you have tennis elbow. What can you do? The good news is that there are plenty of at-home treatment options for tennis elbow. This is an injury that can usually be treated by non-surgical means. So if you're currently suffering from tennis elbow, Here's what you can do to immediately reduce your pain. First, rest and avoid any activity that causes pain in the tennis elbow area. And yes, that may mean taking some time off from playing tennis, but this is important because it will give your tendons time to heal. Next, apply ice packs to the sore area. Finally, take anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen, naproxen, or acetaminophen. Once your pain is relieved you need to start the slow process of stretching and strengthening the muscles in your arm especially in your forearm. If you're suffering from tennis elbow pain then the only exercises you want to perform are stretches and none of those should ever be performed to the point of pain. I just posted a video on my YouTube channel showing some great stretches you can do anytime, anywhere to help relieve and prevent tennis elbow pain. These are gentle enough that you can do them even if you're experiencing pain. I'll put a link to that video in the show notes. And I'll also link to some great warm-up, stretching, and strengthening exercises you can find on WebMD that will help you recover from tennis elbow or help avoid getting it in the first place. Ultimately, to deal with tennis elbow, the activities or motions that aggravate your pain have to be avoided. And for us tennis players, this may mean, finally, learning proper stroke technique to prevent re-injury. If your tennis elbow is a result of your tennis game, consider changing your racket, loosening your tennis strings, or even having your strokes and racket technique evaluated by a professional who can help you learn to properly hit the ball. The good news is that 90-90% to of tennis elbow sufferers will get relief from just following the conservative steps of warming up, stretching, strengthening, and using proper equipment and technique. So if you're a tennis elbow sufferer, take heart. There is hope, and you will play tennis again. If you don't currently have tennis elbow, I strongly suggest you start using the stretching and strengthening exercises I've recommended here so that you never face that day when you have to sit out a match due to injury. So what about my own fear of tennis elbow? Well, after all the research I did, I decided I don't have it. But just learning about it convinced me that now was a good time to start doing some simple exercises to prevent it. Well, that's it for this week's Tennis Quick Tip. Hey, as I mentioned above, I have a YouTube channel where I'm posting video tennis tips that I think will help your game. Or maybe they'll just give you a good laugh if you want to see the before version of My Tennis Serve. Anyway, you can find those videos by clicking on the link in the show notes or by heading to YouTube.com and searching for Tennis Fixation. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll help spread the word to other tennis fanatics by leaving your review and rating on iTunes. So far, I have one really great five-star review from Cliff, who blogs over at www.hifitennis.com. Cliff's review is titled, I have a word of advice for you. Don't share this podcast. Which I have to admit, scared me when I first saw it. But Cliff goes on to say, Kim does a great job of providing short doses of tennis advice that you can carry on to the court and immediately put to use. Her strong, common-sense approach to strategy, tactics, and team management at the club, rec, and open levels are great for you to have access to, but you really should keep this podcast to yourself. Do you really want your competition having access to the same competitive advantage that you have? I think not. It's your decision, though. All I ask is... If you decide against my advice to share this podcast, please don't share it with anyone I know. I need every advantage I can get. Cliff, that is the philosophy I live by. I need every advantage I can get too. I loved your review. Anyone else who wants to leave a review, I'd love to give you a shout out here at the podcast. Anyway, please go check out Cliff's blog. It's at www.hifitennis.com. He himself gives some really great tennis tips. Remember, if you want to go back over the tips in this episode a little more closely, you'll find the show notes and a transcript of this episode over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips15. If you have suggestions about the game, or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear, you can email me at kim at tennisfixation.com. All of my contact info... Show notes for this episode and all of the other Tennis Quick Tips episodes can be found over at tennisfixation.com. Thanks so much for listening, and happy tennis!